Well, hey there, welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am honored today to be speaking to the amazing Miranda Lee. Uh, Miranda teaches parents, families, and kids how to lead contented and balanced lives using mindfulness and meditation techniques. She's the author of the Five Minute Meditation Journal and is a certified mindful schools meditation educator who specializes in practical meditation coaching for busy families. So, all of us. Uh, while Miranda has over 20 years of experience in yoga and meditation and has studied with some of the world's great yoga teachers, she considers her two young sons to be her greatest Zen masters. I love that. Miranda, thank you so very much for joining. I'm so excited for our conversation. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you doing? I, I'm I'm loving it right now. I think this this conversation is going to help me out immensely. I can't wait. <laughs> so, well, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So, just jumping right into it, do you want to tell us just a little bit more about what you do with your business and how you help moms like us? Absolutely. You know, I I think I'll actually just begin with how I got into this. Yeah. Um, because I think that will sort of set the scene a little bit. So. I've been practicing yoga and meditation for a very long time. And uh, I started actually in graduate school, which is now 20 years ago. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but it really, I think my meditation practice transformed my life the most when I had small children. So I just remember there was this one, <laughs> there's this one like uh, winter's day, maybe a little bit like today, where I was trying to get my kids ready for daycare. So I was bundling them up into it. This my eldest was a toddler, my youngest was like a baby, like maybe six months old. Mm-hmm. I was bundling them up into their like winter like gear, which as you probably know takes forever. Yes. And by, <laughs> by the time I got them out, I got them situated in their car seats. They were both kind of grumbling because it was cold, buckled them into their car seats. And I thought, oh my gosh, I feel so tired. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've already done my day's work. And uh, my day's parenting and how on earth am I going to do this going forward for the for the next whatever years, months? I just had one of those complete moments of overwhelm as I closed their doors and was beginning to drive away my car. But luckily for me, I think because I have this long, ongoing long practice with meditation, I subconsciously just took this very long breath and then just went into a very short, mindful breath practice mm-hmm. without really thinking about it <laughs> maybe like three breaths and then I was like oh I feel a bit better okay and so then I just walked around my car and then got to the driver's seat and got back and got into the seat and as I drove away I thought wow I feel so much better I actually feel like I can do this yeah. and it was this like moment of complete transformation I was like Okay, well, I have to do this every morning as I get my kids ready. And then I added on, okay, well, once I've dropped them at daycare and before I get back into the car, I'll do the same thing. And this began a very short meditation practice for me. Like I said, it was like three breaths and a walk around the car. Mm -hmm. I timed it. It's less than a minute. 
but it completely transformed the way I felt about parenting and balancing it with work. I felt like I could actually cope. And I'm not saying like complete transformation. Oh, everything is like fantastic now. <laughs> Five to 10% difference is what I think it made. Um, but it is a that, huge difference. That but can that's be a huge, huge difference yeah. in your, your mindset and how you feel like you can cope. And I, I was just so like surprised and just grateful to have this practice. I wanted to sh- start sharing it with other parents. Um, and they started asking me, you know, oh, you look a little calmer than you <laughs> <laughs> um, And so I started teaching in person um, to other parents with young kids. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And I just thought, wow, if there's ever a time that parents need some help finding those moments of calm through the craziness and the chaos Mm -hmm. of homeschooling and all the different Mm -hmm. changes of the pandemic it was now so I started teaching these very short meditation techniques um, to other parents um, online and it's sort of has the last two years it's sort of sprung from there and what started to happen is the parents would say, oh, my kid is finding this really tough right now. Can you come and teach my kid? Mm-hmm. So I started training uh, with Mindful Schools. I finished last year a year-long training on how to teach teens and kids as well as parents. Um, and now sometimes I'm teaching whole families. Everybody wants to find you know, their own method of pausing in the family right. to kind of calm down. Or I'm teaching individual moms or dads or, or kids. And um, so, yeah, so that is what I am now doing. I think that's, that's absolutely amazing. And what you said about jumping in and helping people, especially during the pandemic, I mean, it was, it was a huge thing in my life. I had, I had my son Grayson and then within two weeks we went on lockdown and I found myself a solo mom, brand new mom, had no idea what I was doing. Um, and the pediatrician had said, no one's allowed in because everything was still very new and, and, you know, they didn't know what to expect. And so it became, you know, me and a newborn and figuring it all out. And it really became this, how do you find those moments? How do you find that peace and in, in a very stressful, fearful time, you know, it was for me, especially with postpartum hormones and all that stuff. Um, But I think a lot of people, one of the common misconceptions I hear, and please let me know if you're hearing the same thing as well. uh, A lot of people seem to think that um, meditation or something like that has to take a long time that you have to, you have to sit in your best yoga clothes and get Zen (laughs) and have, you know, the lights dimmed and the music going and be chanting. And it doesn't have to be like that. It can be a walk around the car, three breaths just to get re-centered. Yeah. Is that, is that kind of what you're seeing as well? Absolutely. And, you know, when I teach parents, having had the experience myself of trying to balance work and parenting small children Mm -hmm. and seeing it through a pandemic as well, 
people don't have that time to sit down on their cushion and um, take 15 minutes. They don't even have perhaps two minutes. So what I think is really important to let your audience know is you don't need to have more than a minute and it actually can make a huge difference. It's like small pauses that are like dropped throughout your day um, make a huge difference to how you're feeling. And this is because our nervous system is constantly rebalancing that we have the sympathetic part, sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system is constantly um, going. It's the part that allows us to do, think rationally, um, move. Uh, You know, we're using this a lot in work, um, in task doing, but there's also the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the part of our nervous system, which is sort of often subconscious it's digest you know it's to do with digestion and breathing mm-hmm. it's to do with the dilation of your um uh your corneas and your eyes all these different things that are going all the time but that also needs to have time to get into balance and the way that we have that get that into balance is by these micro pauses it doesn't need to be longer than 30 seconds to a minute and this is the way that the nervous system can come into balance if we're constantly doing, 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 doing and not stopping, this part of our nervous system is going to be out of balance and we're going to feel overwhelmed. And, you know, the way that our brain works is it's going to tell our brain you're overwhelmed, you're too stressed, you can't cope. Whereas if we take micro pauses through the day, we can come into balance and we can find out, yes, this is stressful. Yes, you have a lot to do, but you can cope. You have the resources to cope. So this is what I'm trying to teach because, yes, I could not agree with you more, Olivia. We do not have the time <laughs> to sit in, in our best yoga clothes to meditate. Right. You know, much as we might want to. <laughs> yes. And a practice like that every now and then, that can be great. That can be beneficial. But it's not a requirement to, to meditate and see these benefits. Um, but even though they're short pauses, short Short, short sessions that can still kind of be a hard thing to remember to do throughout the day. So do you have any tips as to how do you get in the habit of actually pausing throughout the day? How do you remember to stop and take that breath? Is there a trigger for you specifically? That is such a good question. <laughs> and it's, and it's um, one of the things I've actually just written a workbook about it that I'm going to put on Etsy because what we're trying to do is find moments that you already have in your day. So uh, one that a lot of my students like is when you're having your first morning coffee of the day, mm-hmm. just taking a little bit extra time to feel the cup, the warmth of the cup in your hands, just feel the steam coming off the top of it. So it's, it's touch, which mm-hmm. brings you into the present moment, maybe taking a few breaths to calm yourself down and then really savoring the drink. That can be a meditation practice. That is a meditation practice, actually. Mm -hmm. Tea meditation or coffee meditation. (laughs) Um, Some people, like every time they go to the bathroom, that's the habit that they take a few breaths then. Some people, it's in the shower. Some people, it's when they get into the car, like for, for me. Thinking about things that you do often anyway, where you have... um not necessarily the time, but the mind space to, to, to take a few breaths. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone yesterday and 
they told me every time they go to the gym, they go to the gym every day, um, before they start their workout, they take, you know, a few moments. So what you're doing is you're adding on to something that's already in your life. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and I know, so a lot of the women I work with, and I know I myself am kind of guilty of this at times, we tend to cram everything into every moment of the day possible. So a lot of times I am multitasking and listening to podcasts or catching up on trainings or, you know, um, having my emails being read out loud or something so I can, you know, multitask while I'm doing something else. But lately I have discovered that it's actually much more productive for me to stop that listening, stop my brain from doing that all the time. And uh, in the morning when I get ready, instead of listening to a podcast while I brush my teeth, which I still do sometimes, um, I'll take that moment of silence and go through a little bit of a breath meditation while I'm getting ready instead of already jumping my brain in and focusing on something else. And I know for me um, that I... I'm kind of a, an overachiever. I guess that's, that's, we'll put that. That's a nice way of saying it. Um, and I would feel for the longest time, like I was not being productive, that that was time wasted because I wasn't actively going and doing something and getting something done. Um, have you worked with anyone around or how do you deal with people who feel like, spending that time on a meditation like that is a waste of time because they're not actively doing that, you know, masculine energy task of action. Yeah, this is something that comes up a lot and um, you are not alone. I think what's um, happened in our society, especially since the rise of like social media and um, the ability really to work from wherever mm -hmm. is that, you know, success is um, it's sort of seen from um, being productive. But there's so much research now to show that actually rest and um, mindfulness helps with productivity. Because the way, just the way our mind works, I think I was mentioning that before about the uh, nervous system, the way that our mind is working and the way that the neurons are kind of passing through our mind, they actually can't multitask in the sense of the way our brain works. They're going, the neurons are going from one place to the other, to the back and forth. So they're constantly, if you're, you know, listening and doing something at the same time, they're actually not <laughs> concentrating on one thing or the other. They're going from one to the other, to the other, to the other. And you probably are not being as productive as just, focusing on one I mean this is just the nature of the way the, the brain works and mindfulness practices which I teach actually help the neurons get from one place to the other as efficiently as possible so this is why a lot of tech firms and um, you know in um, Silicon Valley are now um, teaching or having mindfulness sessions for their um, employees is because it helps them focus better and be more productive. And there's just a ton of research behind that now. So I encourage you to carry on with your pausing um, uh, practice that it seems like you have already um, in your life, because I think in the long term, this will make you more productive rather than less. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I have already seen a huge difference in how I feel and I'm not as stressed starting the day. Um, you know, my cortisol levels don't spike right away because I'm looking at my email or checking something on social, uh, that moment of calm stillness, that quiet actually helps me listen more to my intuition mm-hmm. and has tapped into some brilliant ideas that I would have lost had I been listening to all the other, you know, clutter in the world. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. (laughs) Sorry. Oh no. Okay. Is there any chance that you, before we wrap up here, could walk us through maybe a short practice? Absolutely. I'd love to. That would be lovely. Yeah. So, um, I'll teach you something that's, um, really simple, but can also be challenging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's a way of when you have a moment of overwhelm or stress, is a way of calming your nervous system down. Because um, like I was saying before, there's a real connection with our um, the nervous system that kind of allows us to um, feel rested and feel less overwhelmed mm-hmm. and, um, and just being. And when I say just being, I mean allowing yourself to be here right now in this present moment. And a really good way of doing that is to look at the breath, particularly to um, notice if your breath is fast paced or slower paced. Mm -hmm. Uh, The parasympathetic nervous system is calmed down when we have longer breaths. So if you just find yourself into a comfortable seat, and I encourage you to put your feet on the ground, because even just feeling the ground beneath your feet can feel quite soothing to our nervous systems and then just sitting upright but not uptight so just deciding how that feels to you (laughs) and then some people like to keep their eyes open and just look down at the floor that's absolutely fine some people prefer to close their eyes so just deciding what feels good to you right now and then just allowing yourself to be here what does the permission to be And I promise you, it's not going to be for more than a few minutes. What does that feel like? Just to feel the heaviness in your body, maybe to release some tension in your eyes, your cheeks and your jaw. Maybe allowing your shoulders to come away from your ears. Gradually just bringing your attention to the breath. So we're not striving with the breath, we're allowing the breath to stay natural. Just noticing breath and how it moves your body. So the physical sensations of breathing. That might be your nose or your chest or your belly. And 
And I'll say right now, if your mind starts to wander and starts to think about something else, that is absolutely normal. That's the way our minds work. And just see if you can gently nudge it back to the breath. And then I'm just going to ask you to see if you can count your breath. So noticing when your breath starts from how it's feeling in the body, just count for maybe three or four as you inhale. And as you exhale, just count for maybe five or six. Again, we're not striving, so whatever feels comfortable to you. just allowing yourself to do three more of these elongated breaths counting for three or four in and five or six out and just noticing the breath coming in and out of your body as you do so Okay, so we'll end the practice once you've done three breaths. But just before you open your eyes or move your body, I'm just going to invite you to just bring your hands in front of you, rub them together, get some warmth in your hands, and then just place them over your face just to feel the warmth from your hands on your face for a moment. And just ask yourself, has anything shifted or changed in how you feel from that practice? And maybe it hasn't, and that's okay too. Just asking yourself that question and seeing if any words come up for you. And then bringing your hands down. That was lovely. Good. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I hope hope that was about two minutes, three minutes. (laughs) It was perfect, yes. Good. And actually, I don't know if anyone can hear, but my German shepherd, Nola, is in the room with me, and she totally fell asleep and was snoring the whole time, so she was very into it, and she loved it. I found that, actually, I have other students who have cats and dogs, and they always come in, they want to join in the meditation. I think it's because it soothes our nervous system, and our animals love us being around them when we're, like, less stressed and more grounded yeah absolutely absolutely all right well 
Thank you so very much, Miranda, for joining us today. It was absolutely lovely. Um, now, you mentioned you have a new workbook you're putting out here soon, and you said that's going to be on Etsy? Yes. And what's your workbook about? It's about how you find the habit of pausing in your life. So just exactly what you're asking, you know, how do you find those minutes or two minutes to just pause? And then there's some practices in there, two minute practices and then 10 minute practices. So it's just about how as a busy working mother, you can find um, time to practice um, slowing down and pausing. I love it. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Okay, great. So if anyone else wants to continue the conversation with you, where can they find you? So my website is findthatpause.com. And I'm also on Instagram at findthatpause. So I'd love for you to find me in those places. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. I'll make sure that information is available so everyone can reach out to you. And whenever your workbook is live on Etsy, would you please share the link? And I'll make sure that's also connected here because that's definitely something I'm going to want to check out after. Okay. So absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. And I hope that you have a peaceful rest of your day. Thank you so much. And everyone else, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we would appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. And we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.